Broadcasting from high above the reserve, this is Radio Harambe. Jambo, everyone, and welcome to another episode of Radio Harambe. This is Safari Mike, and I'm here with my beautiful co-host, Christina. Hello, Christina. How are you? Hi, I'm doing well. And today we're going to get into uh, a little bit of the uh, Dino Land USA and some things you may or may not know about it. But before we do, I want to talk about our Tea Public store, where um, you can get to it on um, my any of our social media at John Porphy One on Twitter uh, or X, I guess now, um, Instagram with Safari underscore Mike or Disney's Animal Kingdom. Go on there; you'll see the link to our Tea Public store, and we sell. All sorts of designs about Animal Kingdom and Animal Kingdom Lodge, including things like the Maharaja Jungle Trek, Pangani Forest Exploration Trail, Sanaa, the Dawa Bar, most of them done by my uh, lovely co-host, Christina. And every single dime we make goes to conservation. And as I said on, on my last Safari Mike's Planet Watch, which was about doles, the wild dogs from Asia, that's what we're going to donate to. They are highly endangered. There's only a few thousand left in the wild. They're very rarely exhibited in zoos. There's only a couple of zoos across this country that has them. So they're very endangered. I think they're cool. I like wild canids. So we are going to start donating to doleconservation.org, uh, actually, is the uh, website. So if you want to see more about them, go to doles.org. Um, but, you know, to go to our tea public store. Every dime we make is dedicated to conservation. Um, now, I'm going to talk a little bit about Dinoland USA. Most specifically... The Boneyard. Uh, I think I speak for Christina when I say the Boneyard is one of our favorite things. And if the if Dinoland USA becomes extinct like dinosaurs, we might be. Are, would you be saddest to lose the Boneyard? I think so. I mean, my kids are starting to age out of it. I have one that's right. still very little and wants to play, but kids need a playground. I think yeah. Most parents know that kids need a break from the lines and the rides and the to just play and get some energy out. Okay. I, I, uh, I agree with that. Um, I do think, I've talked about this ad nauseum on, on this show, is that uh, Disney more recently have kind of steered away from toddlers and focused more on thrill rides and big attraction and e-tickets and things that, you know, perhaps the, you know, 44 inches and smaller can't really enjoy. So I do love areas that, uh, like the Boneyard, where... Um, kids can you know, get kind of relief and blow off some steam and adults can relax a little bit in, in the shade or on a bench or wherever. So, I, you know, hopefully Dinoland does not go away completely, but I'm kind of concerned. It'll be interesting. And D23 is right on the horizon. But it'll be interesting if they keep it or it. Now, when you say... Retheme it? You mean away from dinosaurs, or? Well, if they're gonna get rid of Dinoland USA, if they keep the playground, if they keep the boneyard, right? But maybe retheme it. Right, right, right. So, 
I know we're worried that Dino Land might go completely extinct. I know I keep using that as a as a pun, but um, so before it does, I sort of wanna talk about the Boneyard, and I wanted to do ten things you didn't know and focus on the Boneyard, so that if it does go bye bye, at least we we talk about it one more time. Um, the Boneyard is a unique kind of attraction in Disneyland, or Disney World, excuse me. There's not too many playgrounds. It used to be Honey, I Shrunk the Audience over at uh, Hollywood Studios, and there is, but that was really the only thing comparable. There was never any, like, playground like that at Magic Kingdom or even Epcot. I don't, right? Like, yeah, there's nothing really like that. I mean, they, they tried to make the Wreck-It Ralph playground over near um, Ellen's Energy Adventure. I don't even remember By that. test track. It's a very... It's really small. Yeah. That's the problem with it. It's really, really small. So, um, there, there is a tiny playground over there, but... Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I know what you're talking about. Okay. Um, but the Boneyard is... And even, even compared to the old Honey, I Shrunk the Audience, the Boneyard was much more elaborate, I thought, mm-hmm. than, than, the, or, than the Honey, I Shrunk the Audience mm-hmm. one. You or, could kind of say the little splash area in Dumbo Circus. A little bit, yeah. I see land. But again, it's a really... They, they didn't commit as much space as they have to the Boneyard. True. In those areas. True. And not in the Wreck-It Ralph one, which is fairly new, and not in the uh, Dumbo Circus water yeah. area. Although... I do love a water area. <laughs> yeah, we talked about that too in the past, about using the, having a water area and Avatar and all that kind of stuff. But let's talk about the Boneyard. Now, the th- uh, I'm not going to go too deep into the theme or the, the backstory, I should say, of Dino Land USA. But the Boneyard um, incor- is incorporated into that, uh, to that story in that um, what happened was that there was a... Um, this used to be an old hunting lodge. It was supposed to be out in the wilderness. And a couple of amateur fossil hunters were out there hunting and stumbled across some fossils. And um, they were staying at the nearby fishing lodge, which eventually wound up to become, which is what Restaurantosaurus is now. And when they found some bones and, and it, you know, the story goes, I'm not going to get into it too much, but eventually, you know, they opened up a research institute and eventually the Dino Institute came in. And the Boneyard is actually where they do currently the digging for fossils um, for the Dino Institute. Now, um, did you know what year all of that took place in? No. Nobody really knows this one because it's on, it's on the sign. If you look at the Boneyard sign, it says 1947 on it. Oh, interesting. As I said, they're always playing 80s songs in it. We'll get to the songs in a moment, <laughs> but but yes, they are. But it, it was this event where these the, old, the these amateur fossil hunters were staying at the fishing lodge occurred in 1947. And speaking of that sign, do you, can you picture the sign in your head for the boneyard? Okay. I'm usually chasing after. <laughs> fair enough. Fair enough. It is a bone itself and I don't think any of our listeners would probably know this but do you know what kind of dinosaur that's a bone from brontosaurus not a bad guess it's the shoulder blade of a stegosaurus that's what they use for the sign um, at the boneyard we'll also get to that (laughs) 
there are uh, there are many fun things to do in the boneyard. You know, there's all obviously the you know climbing up the the, the, the slides, and there's you know, things you can climb up, and there's the dig site, and you know there's little part, parts that you can jump around in. Did you know that there? And I think you know this. There was one set of bones that are actually musical, and if you hit them, they play music. Did you know that? Yes. Did you know what that's called? It's a xylophone. Close. Xylobone. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I'll give you credit for that one. <laughs> Many casts are, um, if you walk around the boneyard, if you're an adult and you know the kids are running around, uh, and one of the best things about the boneyard is there's only one way in and one way out. Yes. And kids can't get out without like some adult being there. So you could park one adult near there, and you can go explore the boneyard if you want to go check out the things. Because there's a lot of fossils uh, all over. And um, it's actually designed after a particular place in the United States. And they use um, casts from fossils from a particular place in the United States. Do you know what that place is? It's in Utah. It's you. You're 100 percent right. It's Utah's. I knew that for sure. National Dinosaur Park. <laughs> Which we have a friend yes. who used to work there. We do. Really? She worked there. Yeah. Oh, I did was, not know she, she worked, worked at. at uh, the, I know. Oh, that's cool. Uh-huh. I'll have to ask her about that next time yeah. I see her. Um, now, for those of you who have kids, the the kids after they go on the slides, most kids eventually find their way to the dig site. Which is sort of, you have to go, it's a little bit separate from the boneyard. You have to go over, you know, up uh, ramps and then down. Um, but did you know you're actually not digging up a dinosaur in the dig site? Do you know what you're actually digging up? There is a giant fossil there that you're digging, you're supposed to be digging from. Do you know what that is? It's actually a woolly mammoth. Very good. That's two for you. I've it... spent a lot of time <laughs> digging up that mammoth <laughs> over the years. The woolly mammoth, of course, um, died out only about 10,000 years ago. Not that long ago when you consider it. Considering dinosaurs were extinct about 65 million years ago. So woolly mammoths are much more, much closer to contemporary humans than dinosaurs. But yeah, that's what you're digging up in the, in the boneyard um, over on the other side. They have found a mammoth. Yeah, but did you know for you? Sure, go ahead. Did you know there is a large ice age specifically woolly Right here in Las Vegas. Um, this is an Animal Kingdom show, so I don't think I should get any negative points for not knowing, but I have no idea. What is it? I'm just making your point. Yeah, <laughs> go ahead. They're a little bit yeah, yeah. closer to the surface. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, there's, a, there's an actual active dig site out here in Las Vegas. Of a mammoth? Lots of mammoths. Oh, that's there's cool. There's a whole Ice Age park. Where is that? I know we're, de- we're going off the track here for... And, you know, 95% of our, our, our guests uh, could care less about what's in Las Vegas. Well, if people want to message me, I'll tell them. <laughs> Fair enough. They, <laughs> they, they are expecting, they are currently building a visitor center so you can go and see. Oh, wow. And uh, possibly um, something. But, but it's protected right now because, you know, they don't want people going out there and destroying the Sure, sure, sure. No, that's actually pretty cool. I, 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 they build the visitor center. I'm there. Yeah. You know, um, many of you probably know that there's a Jeep in the middle of the boneyard. And right by the Jeep are two sets of tracks. One is a sauropod and one is a theropod. A sauropod being 
like one of the giant four-legged like a brachiosaurus or a brontosaurus and a theropod being the two-legged dinosaurs like the, which mostly were hunters like tyrannosaurus rex did you and and they set it up that way so it's you know the scientists thought that this was like actually a chase and a hunt that was going on 60 something million years ago did you know that if you step on those footprints they make roaring noises my boys love that. They don't step, though. They jump full weight. Well, sure, sure, sure. sure. <laughs> As most kids do. <laughs> and there's also this is not part of the. Uh, this is not part. Uh, this is not a did you did you know? But near there, near the jeep, there's kind of like a little, tr- a little little path, kind of sort of. It's like ten feet that leads to a door. And if you pull on the door, you hear workers on the other side. Like a, it's a it's a recording. Did you know that? Like, hey, don't do, don't open that or something like that. They say. Did you know that? Yeah, it's down over again by the end of the slide. I think it is by the end of the slide. There's also crates near the water fountain. Yes. That you lifted up. There's yes. Yes. Yeah. There's all fountains. sorts of little things like that, like the xylobone and like mm-hmm. these tracks and like what we're talking about now. So, um, you know, if you do have kids in there, to, if it's their first time there, you know, do please do explore. Um, now, here's what we were talking a little bit about before. You can hear music going on. Um, you know, they do, like, uh, REMs, It's the End of the World, and uh, Walk Like a Dinosaur, and all that kind of thing, speaking of 80s music. Do you know what the call sign of the radio station is? No. K-D-I-N-O. K-Dino. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> and the DJs, and you'll hear DJs talking um, during the course of this. The DJs are two interns... At the Dino Institute, and their names are Digger and the Bonehead. Those are the DJs who are on K Dino. Um, That's cute. They have fun with that. <laughs> now we were talking about some of the casts and stuff like that. Two of the casts are Triceratops skulls. And do you know what was what's unusual about the two Triceratops skulls, or that you see? Like they're kind of uh, molding, and they're um, they're um, kind of. Uh, uh, what am I looking for? They're in, like in the dirt, kind of the fake dirt, sort of closer to where the um, trail is to go over to the dig site. Do you know what's unusual about those two triceratops? I don't think they have their horns, right? Close. The, the cloak. No, cloak. Their their horns are actually intertwined, oh. and it is. Um, there's a little sign there that says that this may have been two male triceratops fighting each other because they theorize. And you know, the, like like antlers on a deer. The purpose of a deer antler is then. to battle uh, other male deers. And they they theorize. Obviously, nobody was around 65 million years ago to observe it, but they theorize that the 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 horns of a triceratops is similar in that males would fight each other for females or for territory or things like that. I'll have to look for this next time you go because I don't remember that. <laughs> there are many many signs and we're on number nine now so we're almost done mm-hmm. there are many many signs throughout the uh dino institute or excuse me the boneyard and um you know leave, there's ones about the tyrannosaurus rex and it shows you like an old fit photo of how they used to think t-rexes were more upright mm-hmm. and now the theory is they're more kind of like you know jurassic park they're kind of more uh perpendicular to the ground um, there's another sign about you know tracks and finding di- dinosaur tracks in, in around the world and things like that. And a lot of these signs are um, have handwritten notes on them by the director, the man in charge of all these interns, 
and he signs them. Do you know what the name of the man in charge of all the Dinah Institute interns is? No, most people wouldn't either. It's Dr. Dunn. You really have to do a deep dive to find out uh, all the story behind Dr. Yeah. And there are different ones where there are notes from, uh, like, Dr. like Dr. Dunn. There's a, a uh, you know, like, there's a lecture going on tonight, Dr. Dunn, and all that kind of stuff. So it's it's very much of a deep dive. And I and I encourage people to go out there and take a look at all of those different signs, too, because there's a lot of good ones about dinosaurs in particular. Now for the last one. Think you may know this. When you walk into Dinoland, you go under a fossil of a, of a brontosaurus. Yes. And you can actually walk up there to get from one part of the boneyard yes. to the old. The bridge to the big site. Right. Do you know what the name of that bridge is? No. Why would I know the name? I don't know. I thought maybe you would know it. <laughs> No, it has a name. It's a bridge. It does. It has a name. It's the Olden Gate Bridge. Oh. <laughs> so that is, I think you've got two and a half, maybe three, right? That's pretty good. That's pretty good. Dave used to complain that he never got any right. So um, you didn't do too bad there. You didn't do too bad. So that is some of the things um, that you may or may not have known about the Boneyard. And hopefully, like we said, uh, you know, I expect there's going to be some Disney Animal Kingdom news coming out at the D23, which is, we're recording this on September 1st, actually, and so I think it's September 9th is the um, D23, and the, I'm not sure if it's the 9th or the 10th where they're doing the, you know, the park stuff. Um, I expect we'll be getting some announcements, um, you know, and I think we talked about our trip report, how Dinoland seems to be, uh, I mean, they're taking this stuff down, obviously, obviously, the Chester and Hester area is going to go. I don't know what that's going to be. I expect we'll hear something. It looks really empty right now. Yeah, I mean, it's... Kind of sad. It is a little bit. They took Primeval Whirl, Whirl away. Triceratops Spin is really the only thing going on there. It's kind of just empty space. And, you know, we can, we could you know, talk again about, you know, the fans have always not been happy with that area with the carnival games and all that kind of stuff so I think event, I think we're going to get an announcement that at least that is going to be changed maybe even all of Dinoland I'm not sure the the hot topic is or the hot rumor is it's going to be Moana there's going to be like a whole Moana area there I don't no, know because they're putting Moana in Epcot that makes no sense which opened uh, or, or is opening I mean they've done some previews and stuff so people walk through it well Moana is a pretty big movie and the Things. I would think Good. if they were going to go with, I guess it fits the theme a little bit better, but yeah. um, that new one that just came out. What, Elemental? No. New one uh, just came Bruno. out. Bruno. Oh, 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 oh. I hear kids, kids love that movie. They do. It was not as big of a box office hit as Moana was, but yes, they do. Really? really? Oh, well, that's only because it came out during the pandemic and everyone had to get it on Disney+. Plus. It could be. Um, the, the, the rumor is that, that they're going to take that whole area and like divide it between a Moana and a Zootopia thing. I hope to God it's not Zootopia. Well, we'll see. We'll see. That's the hot room. The the kind of concept art that they've kind of released. You yes. Accept it. Hmm. Would I accept what? If they did Raya. Yeah, I like Raya. 
because it's about dragons. No, no, I, yeah, right. I'm okay. I'm okay with Raya. I'm okay with Moana. Uh, I'm just anti-Zootopia in Disney's Animal Kingdom. There is uh, Joe Rody has mentioned this before on Twitter and stuff that they, they generally had a no pants rule in Disney's Animal Kingdom, and what that means is if the animals wore like human clothing. They were really human. They were just a stand-in for humans. It was it was about humans, and Zootopia is really about racism and class division. It's really about humans. I know they're foxes and rabbits, but it's a human story. Lion King, on the other hand, where there is really about lions. I mean, it's Hamlet, but it's. <laughs> do you know what I? Do you get what I'm saying? There was a no pants rule. They I've never seen Zootopia. Well, we can get into that okay. at another time, but but they all wore pants. I mean, it was about. No, I understand they're yeah. using animals to as a stand-in. amplify the personality right. traits of the characters, right? As opposed to things like Jungle Book or or Moana. Even I mean, Moana is about nature, really. It's about the ocean and you know all that kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. And so, I mean, you could easily fit that thematically into Disney's Animal Kingdom. I don't think you can Zootopia, but we'll see. We'll see what's going to happen in the next, you know, week and a half, and I expect we'll be doing a new show. But anyway. Do you expect it to be nothing? What do you mean? What? Do you expect... Because the last one, they really didn't say much of anything. No, all they said was, they kind of gave you this concept art and said, you know, we're thinking about something like this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There was a lot. There was it was a clear log flume in there. It was a clear log flume flume ride, which makes sense. I mean, there's only one log flume in any of the four Disney parks, so having another one is all right. There's plenty of roller coasters, so why not? At least another log flume. But um, yes, it was very kind of non-specific, and you know, and even they said it where you know this is just some concept blue sky stuff. We're not committing to anything, so we'll see. We'll see what they do. you know, the Animal Kingdom, I, I guess now, I mean, since Avatar's come out, which was the last big thing at Disney's Animal Kingdom, and all the, you know, the, the Rivers of Light and all that kind of stuff came at the same time, they've done pretty much stuff for all the other parks. Star Wars Land, obviously, and Hollywood Studios, Epcot, you know, Future World got a whole makeover up front. You know, it's all opening up now with Guardians and now the Moana thing and some other stuff. And Ma- Magic Kingdom got Tron. And this, you know, space uh, Splash Mountain's getting that redo, and there's there's gonna be something over there. So I, Animal Kingdom's probably next on the on the list of things to do. So we will see. We will see what happens. Um, but I guess we might as well close this episode out because that's <laughs> ten things you didn't know about Disney's uh, Animal Kingdom's Boneyard. Um, one of the Which best playgrounds. Children absolutely take them. <laughs> absolutely, It'll be their favorite part of the trip. They love it there. They do. In fact, I, mean, I, I know I just said we were going to wrap it up. But in fact, when my son, who's now 21, when he was five or six, he loved the Boneyard so much that on our last day, one trip, he wanted to go there. We, we had plans. Other, we had like lunch plans in Epcot or whatever it was. So I took him over there, just me and him, I think. Um, went over. We rope dropped the Boneyard. That's all we did at the Animal Kingdom for that day, and then met everybody else, the rest of the family over at Epcot or wherever it was we were going for the last day, because he loved it that much. And, um, yeah, it'd be kind of sad if it goes, because I do have some good memories about it. Um, I know your kids have, you know, you have good memories with your kids about it, too. So, uh, you know, knock on wood, it stays. But we'll see. We'll see. 
Anyway, that's a wrap for uh, this episode of Radio Harambe. Again, I uh, uh, encourage you to please go to our social media um, at Jumbo Everyone on Twitter, um, Safari underscore Mike or Disney's Animal Kingdom on um, on Instagram. Excuse me, and you will see the link. Go there, shop away. Every do- we don't we don't make a single penny on it. Um, and Christina spends a lot of time making these designs for free. Because every dime we make goes to conservation, and we're now doing uh, doles. So, I for Christina, um, I'd like to say thank you for listening. Kwaharini, and go well. Kwaharini,